Welcome to Chasing Prophecy Radio, where we discuss the unidentified, the unexplainable, paranormal, conspiracies, and much more. Starring your host and co-host, Jenny Nicasio, Sean Kelly, and Jason Sledgehammer Ryan Petro. Brought to you by UPRN Network. Now for your host, Jenny Nicasio. Good evening. Welcome to Chasing Prophecy on FM 105.3 in New Orleans, where they had a hurricane. And this is where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal, Sean. I'm not sure if this is normal. I don't think so. I just have to sigh. Um, It's been a really hard day watching the news. I know we're not supposed to. I don't want to talk politics, but I was watching Tucker and I started to cry. (laughs) It's okay. I did too, Jen. They left all the service dogs too. And I didn't know that. Yes, it was on Tucker and I I just broke my heart. Seriously. When it comes to animals, you know me, I have a German shepherd. Um, Yep. I'm beyond, um, I don't even have to say it. So I'm just not going to, and I'm going to try to, put how they say, go on with the show. <laughs> okay. hey, yeah, definitely. So how you been, Jenny, besides this stuff going on? Um, I've been I've been good. i um, been doing a lot of um, thinking and writing ideas down for new books. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. I'm working with a young man. We're, we're going to write a novel on together. So it's going to be alien related. Cool. As usual, (laughs) I'm a little excited about it. You know, anything that does with aliens, you know, (laughs) call you the alien queen. That's what we're going to (laughs) do. Yeah, I like aliens, but you look dapper tonight. (laughs) Oh, thank you. This is my pineapple shirt. Oh, my God. There's a store up here in Pittsburgh where they sell my shirts, my size and shirts and pants. And I'm like. I'm like spending tons of money and I'm starting to look good. That's why I wear my pineapple. <laughs> You're a tall. That's, like, you go to the big tall guy shirt. Uh, yeah, it's called XL <laughs> out there in uh, Robinson Township. It's oh. a very, very nice store. I, well, it looks nice. I like your pineapple shirt. Thank you. Cool. I, I do. There was just this uh, post on Facebook. Uh, there's a crew. Uh, I'm not sure. It's called a pineapple. They're, I'm not sure if they're rescuing people. Um, they're ex. I felt, I'm not sure if they're ex um, veterans, military. Um, they're going in. Uh, I'm not sure if that's it or not. But um, I see you went on an investigation. Um, we had two of them. Two, I had two of them. And how was and that? I'd like to share uh, some stuff about that. I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, Tara from Butler Paranormal, Pittsburgh Paranormal Butler chapter. Um, she got an. Uh, an email from somebody from uh, Upper St. Clair, and um, they were having ghosty problems. Ghosty and, problems. Uh, ghosty problems. Um, so they're into the metaphysical. They're into Reiki. Mm-hmm. And she had an altar with all kinds of stones on it, and uh, her stones went missing. You know, they just, Where did they go? They don't know. <laughs> but we went... <laughs> The little girl took him. There's a little girl spirit in there, and uh, she was um, just a little cute little 12-year-old spirit, man, taking the stones. I'm telling you, every time I put the K2 meter by stones, she'd be like, it'd just go off like that. And I'm oh, like, wow. That's pretty cool. 
But her sister, I mean, the guy's sister mm -hmm. was deceased. And I think she wanted to cross over into the white and we crossed her over. So that was a little sadness here. Oh, that the was turn. sad. Then the next day, okay, and this is what really, really uh, ticks me off about paranormal groups. People go in and they scare the living hell out of families. Okay. Oh. Yes. And, um, I'm not going to mention names, but he is on my S list really much, really bad. And so this guy went in there and told him that this was an old orphanage and there was an old lady that beat up kids, and, uh, all kinds of crap. And, and it was a young couple with two young kids, right? Mm -hmm. And they were scared out of their minds. Honest to God. Why do they do scared. that? Why, why, they, why do they want to scare people? I, just to make them look good in order for them to get back and do another investigation. But this kid doesn't have any marbles up in his head. And I don't give a shit if you're listening to tonight. If you have a problem <laughs> with me, give me a call. Oh, geez. Don't mess around so, with Tom when he's mad, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. Not when it comes to this. So we, me and a couple others, we went there. And a new girl in the group, Jessica, and uh, what happened was we... Me and her went in and we did a little investigation and come to find out there was no old lady there beating up kids and stuff. There was actually her grandma oh my. watching over to her two young kids. Um, and there was a couple angels in there and and another spirit. But that it, I hate when people do that. It's, why would you want why would you want to tell a per Jenny, it's like me coming into your house and saying Lucifer's in your next room. Shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you know, uh, I know what you mean. I don't I don't think that why would they want to scare somebody? That's that just doesn't sound right. You're supposed to protect them. You're supposed to that's yes. like going to a psychic that tells you you're gonna die. Right. Well, you, you know? know what? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, there was a certain very well-respected psychic out there, and uh, she looked at this one guy on in the audience. I'm not going to say names, but uh, what happened was uh, she told him, you know, you're going to die in a month. Oh and I'm thinking God. like this, and this is the number one rule. No one knows when somebody's going to die, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Only God does until, and when you're a psychic and you start playing God and telling mm -hmm. people they're going to die, you know, you might as well just like go out the door. I have yeah. nothing to do with you. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I, I think mm -hmm. it's terrible even to tell someone that. Um, right. And I, I, I think these investigations should be taken seriously. And I mean, you're dealing with people's emotions and, you know, a lot of them that lost someone, you know, close to them may be there and um, they don't want, they don't want to scare them like that. That's just, that's just not right. Exactly. It just leaves a, a bad feel to the whole situation. Um, right. Going back to um, investigations, we have a group um, Southern paranormal and they are a group out. Go ahead, Sean. Are they out of Mississippi, Mississippi. Yeah, I don't. You're gonna to have to ask them how to pronounce that name because I can't. Okay, don't. It out. Okay, I, Southern Par Southern Paranormal, Paranormal, 
and uh, we have the founder here and I'm going to, and just want to just want to get some more information about him um, before I bring him on the stage. Um, it's based, I'm not sure how you say Casa Cusco. Mississippi. I, I was <laughs> trying to figure it out, but I couldn't. Southern I Googled it. <laughs> uh, well, he's going to have to tell us that Southern Paranormal, they offer investigations for private residents, businesses and other locations that are experiencing possible paranormal activity or unexplained events. Um, some places they have investigated. I'm just going to name a few. Um, the old Southern Funeral Home, the old Atala County Atala. Jail. Is that how you say it? The Atala yeah, County Courthouse, Waverly mm -hmm. Hills, Licking County Jail. Oh man, West Virginia State Penitentiary. There's a whole bunch of them. So yep. um, we're going to go ahead and bring him on. Uh, let me just make sure I have everything up and running. And um, welcome to Chasing Prophecy, hey. Donald. Hey, Donald. How are you? Nice to have Good. you. We were just talking about Sean's investigations and how they, um, a lot of people scare the residents. Um, yeah. So tell us about yourself. How did you get into the paranormal, Donald? Well, uh, first off, the town that we were actually in is pronounced Kosciuszko. 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 I remember that. General. Uh, you have to be from here to actually know how to say it or spell it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what got me in the paranormal, uh, I can't tell you exactly when. Uh, but I've always been interested in the paranormal, whether it be spirits, ghosts, Bigfoot, uh, UFOs, the whole, you know, strange stuff out there. I've always been fascinated with it. Uh, and myself and a good friend of mine, uh, my best friend, uh, actually formed Southern Paranormal back in 2014. Uh, uh, his name was Doyle Goss. And sadly, he passed away last July. July Sorry last to hear that. Year. My condolences. Thank you. Uh, we decided that, you know, keep his memory alive and, and everything. We're going to keep on doing what we're doing. Um, so we went to, a, we took, me and him went, and some of the other people in our group went to a lot of, a lot of places you've seen on TV. And, you know, a lot of other people have been to all over the, all over a lot, mostly up around like Ohio, Illinois, West Virginia. We've been to Savannah, Georgia. As far west as Texas. Um, so, yeah, we've been to a lot of locations over the years. That's great. So, um, Sean. Yes. You can go um, ahead and start this conversation okay. going, buddy, since you're the master Number. of the domain. <laughs> <laughs> so, you said, um, so back in 2000, I mean, since 2014, how many people have you had in your group? We were part of another group, and for whatever reason, uh, we had a lot of issues, and we decided to split that group. And of course, we went our way, and they went their way. Um, it just—it was a lot of drama stuff, and you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't what we were about. And you know, it was after the first two or three investigations, we were gone and going on road trips and stuff like that. It's like, man, this is, this is fun. You know, this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, um, we've had several different people. And after we, 
actually formed ours, we were kind of very cautious on bringing new members in. Okay. Why is that? Huh? Why is that? Why is that? Uh, just to not have the drama. Okay. You know? um, just, you know, because you start up a group and then, you know, everybody's coming out of the woodwork wanting to join up and, yep. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we're kind of, we were very cautious um, and still are to a, to a point. Um, right. Since Doyle passed, uh, my wife, she was, of course, uh, uh, part of the group as well. And then we had uh, Gavin Brennan, who's down in, in Brandon, Mississippi. And then we got Kyle Davis, uh, who is up in Oxford, Mississippi. And then we have one more, Leanne uh, Roseman, who is about 30 minutes from here. Okay. Not as far as some of the other guys. I mean, everybody's about an hour, an hour and a half away from each other. Okay. I know that with my group that I had when I started it, I started my group in 2006, and um, and we're still going strong to this day. But um, all those years, uh, I had like over 100 and close to 150 people that came in and out. They rotated in and out. And, uh, oh, my gosh, so much drama. I know, you know, this guy's better than this. And we'd rather call out the spirits, and it, it, it just wasn't working. But I enjoyed it so much. Okay, and I always wanted to give people the opportunity, no matter how they looked at it, if they were weird, um, very crazy or whatever, how that person was. But as long as I could give them at least two investigations, you know, to see how they act and interact with our people, you know, and we go from there. And it's just not my vote, my choice that they can be in a group. Um we usually have a group vote. So that's how I work with it. Um, yeah, but we've had, uh, you know, we've had uh, many investigations over, over the years with uh, other groups and all that we consider family. Uh, okay. Yeah. So do we, yeah. so we, we do, you know, branch out with, with other like Waverly Hills. We had a big group that went there. Um, Dr. Jim Clawson, uh, group of fallen shadows. He, he, Heath, Shane, Ashley, Darren, Patty, um, I forget somebody, Ashley, Heath, and yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they've investigated quite a few places with us. Okay. Um, they've actually been here at the, the funeral. This is where we're at now. We're at the old Southern funeral home now. Our oh, sweet. This and the Itala County jail here. And we're looking at some other locations that are right in the, the same area. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, so. That's so, awesome. So, Donald, tell us what kind of equipment do you use when you do your investigations? You know, when we first started out, we had a mobile unit uh, we called uh, Shadow. And it was a big uh, trailer that we had wrapped and had all the equipment and all that. And we had DVR system and 16, uh, 16 cameras set up to where we could pull six, up to 16 cameras in there. And, uh over the years, you know, last last year year or two, Adol was with us, and we kind of quit taking it as much because it just it took forever to set everything up. Uh, nowadays, you know, we kind of what we call old school. We just take recorders, uh, RM devices, K two, the standard stuff, um, and do our investigations that way. Of course, we have the night vision cameras. You know, we carry around with us and all that. So. Um, kind of scaled down a great deal over the past couple of years 
on what we're actually using and, and stuff like that. So, T tell me about your background. Um, is that so? You're in the funeral home. This you? We're, yes. We're okay. Actually, now I'm in the chapel right now. Uh, when me and Doyle got access to the place here uh, back in 2016, we got access to this and the jail the same year. Uh, well, actually, the funeral home was first, and then I think a year later we got the jail. Ironically, they were both shut down in 2016. Uh, the jail for um, different reasons on the, the actual uh, condition of the jail couldn't house uh, inmates anymore, so they shut it down completely. Uh, uh, the so funeral they, home itself, uh, they moved to a different location. And, uh, and So when you say you have access to it, so you, you can go in there anytime you want? I mean... Yeah, pretty much. It's not a running, it's not, they're not actually, you know, no. irritating people. They got a new location across town um, that they, you know, do their funeral services and business all out of. And when we got the place, it was, chapel was empty. Uh, each parlor was empty. Uh, there's a few, there's a few things upstairs that were left, some of the embalming. Uh, is that is that a real? I mean, is that what? Is that a real coffin? Is that a, it's like a prop? Yes, that's that's a real deal. Okay, well, Actually, I'm just... it's um, it was made for a very large gentleman who passed away uh, at a different location, and when they the family figured out that they were going to have to uh, buy two plots, they wound up cremating him. And long story short, we got a hold of it and. It's now in our chapel. We've got a, a child's coffin that's in one of the parlors, and then there's a regular-sized coffin in another one. And then upstairs, we have a, a baby coffin that's upstairs. We moved it upstairs. Uh, it used to be in one of the parlors here. And then we had a group come in that had, the lady had just had a miscarriage, so we was like, Let's take that thing upstairs, oh. you know, move it out of eyesight. So, Sean, you go ahead. Yeah, um, so with the funeral home, I know that there is like three or four funeral homes that our group got to investigate, and they were actually still working. And what was crazy was the embalming room, you know what I mean? In fact, I'll tell you a story. One time we did an um, investigation at a funeral home, and we walked in this door, and this lady's actually embalming this dead person. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this, this is not me, man. But um, with, with your uh, funeral home there, uh, it, it's intriguing. Um, are there a lot of spirits that hang around? Or is there a certain one that likes to show himself a lot? A girl, guy, baby? Uh, no babies that I can, can recall. Uh, we do have... Um, several different spirits that that reside here um mm -hmm. one being um a previous owner that that's what we we feel it is um okay. also be a caretaker there's a shadow figure that hangs around out upstairs quite a bit uh you'll mm -hmm. see him running out through the the office and the, um the what they call the casket rooms where they stored all the caskets for viewing uh whenever families would come in to pick out a, a casket now, did you have any um, psychics come in and give and and did they give you what they feel it was in there? 
Yes, we've had um, we've had a few come in. Um, there's a few sensitives that's come through with with different groups and all. Um, of course, we we have the place open for you know public investigations or, or groups can rent it out for private investigations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had uh, a few come in, and we already had kind of speculation of of one spirit that was here. We just didn't have validation on on uh, for sure. And mm-hmm. she came in, uh, Miss Stormy Daniels. She was here back in February. Oh, wow. Uh, this past year. Uh, her and their group came in. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big skeptic anyways. Always have been. Okay. Um, and that's just part of, part of the paranormal, I think, for myself. You know, it's got to be, you know, pretty good evidence for me to say, you know, that's, that's right. paranormal. Um, so we okay. always try to debunk everything we possibly can to right. prove that otherwise. Um, but she came in and she walked around a good a good bit, and um, we were upstairs. She kept on asking me about brown the brown bag, and I was like, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. I said there's somebody here, and he's like, he's very adamant about his stuff. He said they don't like people touching his stuff. Mm. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so we walked around, you know, she did her thing around around in here and then we went upstairs and she went back and forth to different rooms and she stopped in, in the office upstairs, which used to be uh, living, the upstairs used to be a living quarters to a previous owner uh, back two or three uh, owners, owners ago. They actually lived on location upstairs. Okay. Grand funeral home downstairs. Uh, and she said, this is where he, he slept. This is where he worked. He said, and she started saying, he doesn't like people messing with his stuff. And she said, I don't understand what the brown is. Brown. I said, I don't understand what the brown bag is. She said, well, it's not brown. I'm brown bag. I'm just getting brown. Hmm. The word brown is like, and I'm like, hold on a minute. So we were here the week before that. And I had taken uh, one of the closets upstairs, has some suits and everything that were left. So I had taken a suit out of there and put it in embalming room for kind of like a little prop thing for uh, the room there. And I went and got it and come back in. It was a brown suit. Oh, wow. wow. Ain't it neat. <laughs> so that's it. That's what he, he's upset about. So you take took his suit out of the out of the uh, closet there. So well, I'll put it back. So every once in a while, I'll get it, take it out, you know, just see if it'll... You know, get some interaction, get that, that, <laughs> trigger object and all. But one thing that you know, really sold me on on her abilities and all was we were done within the the initial walkthrough and all. And we were sitting in, in what's called the music room, which is just right over there. And she was sitting down. And, of course, we had cooked out a little bit because we had a big group group here. Uh, a lot of people here. We were, you know, trying to fix some plates and all. And, she was like, somebody slept here. She was sitting on one of the couches. I said, has anybody ever slept here? It's like, yeah. I mean, we slept here last weekend. Um, and there's been other people that slept, you know, overnight, funeral home. And uh, I said, she just kept on, you know, well, he slept here. He won't tell me his name. And I called the other members of our group in because I kind of had an inkling of, of who she was talking about. So I, mm-hmm. we sat down and she started, uh, 
looking at me. It's like she, he's, he's, he's watching over you and watching over the place. You know, and we all kind of looked at each other, members. You know, and we started tearing up. Right. And he said, he's like, he wants you to know that he's always coming in and looking after you and looking after the place. Mm. And she get she chills. Yeah, I did. And she gave some chill. Uh, she gave some details uh, regarding Dole that only probably five people knew about. Mm -hmm. And when she started spitting out some of these details and, and, and things like that and all that, you know, we all kind of broke down and started crying because we knew exactly who it was. So, okay, yeah, she now she sold me on, uh, on the psychic ability big time. I, I do have a question to ask you, though. And, you know, um, I have skeptics in my group, and um, I was wondering if you're still the skeptic of the paranormal, um, what really got you into being in a group and a founder of a group if you're skeptical about things? Well, I'm not so much That's, skeptical about the, the paranormal itself. It's just okay. the, some of the evidence and things like that that come through, mm -hmm. you know, it's more that's the more skeptic of me is is oh okay and things like that um you know i truly believe you know there are things out there that we have no idea what they are what it is mm -hmm. um and it's not just you know ghosts and spirits and, and things like that it's just so much now, so much out in the world now i was doing a little research on the name of your town <laughs> in the surrounding area of that town and uh there was there there was a civil war bat, uh, battle there, or pretty close to your place. Have you seen uh -huh. any Confederate soldiers or Union soldiers? I have not. There was um, I don't think there was a battle actually taking taking place in in the uh, the city limits of Kazias, because I'm sure there was on the outskirts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, speculation and rumor about a certain house in town that used to have. Uh, back in the Civil War is still standing today and that had um, I want to say Union soldiers camped out uh, on the on the lawn and all. Of course it's all right. different now, you know, it's all city streets and things like that now. So is it there an old section part of your town that's like from the eight whenever like the eighteen hundreds? I mean, I know in Pittsburgh we have the what you call the Mexican War streets. Down in the north side, and uh, I was wondering if there's any place like that in your town. It's not actually set up to where it's an old section or new section. I mean, there's a lot. Of, excuse me, a lot of older homes built in the 1800s um, that are mm -hmm. still standing. Uh, one is the the Kelly House. Um, ah, cool. The uh, Peeler House, which we actually just bought about four months ago. It was built in 18. 1890, 1898. Mm -hmm. um, and my wife purchased it. Um, it's like a, uh, it's an awesome place. I love it. You know, it's got plenty of room for all of our kids and and everything. It's like, you know. Oh, oh, so you're living in it. You're not renting. No, we bought I mean, it. We bought it. We're living in it. We moved in about three, three to four months ago. Um, Any ghosts in there? Eileen, Eileen Jones, she was supposed to be on the show tonight. She she came down and helped us move and everything else. Cool. Now, have you experienced any paranormal activity in your house? 
there's been a couple things happen there that that kind of make me wonder. Um, supposedly, there was a suicide in the house. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my kids are not watching right now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, really? Uh, um, uh, it was called the uh, Thompson Peeler House. And Peeler, uh, old man Peeler actually owned a lumber yard, uh, lumber company right down the, down the street mm-hmm. from there. Um, his wife had committed suicide after um, she had found out he was having an affair with uh, his secretary. Okay. Of course, I went back and looked up, you know, some things on that. And he wound up remarrying, uh, and it was not. It was shortly after after the death of the the, the wife. So, okay, we've been digging in, in, into some of that stuff. But there's been a couple uh, things. Um, okay. You know, night up. One night I was in there. I was waiting for my wife to get get off work, and I was laying in the bed and. I'm um, just sitting there messing with my phone and felt like somebody had come and sat on the edge of the bed. And and good, another good uh, friend of ours, uh, Beth Allen, uh, she came and did a walkthrough and was talking about, um, you know, certain things she feels in, in the place and all okay. that. So that would scare the hell out of me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we- so you actually moved into a haunted house. Yeah, when we, we were talking about buying the house, you know, and all that, and, you know, we're, our thing is like, we were telling some other, other paranormal, you know, family members, uh, I'll say, uh, that we know. It's like, hey, we're buying this house. Like, you know what the best thing is? Somebody died in it. You know? <laughs> yes. 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 It is. <laughs> it really is. And uh, don't freak you out. No. <laughs> to live in a house that someone died in, uh, no, it was a suicide? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, if you think about it, any old building that's yeah. been around for, you know, 100 years or better, you know, even before the funeral service and all that, everybody used to have wakes and things at their house. So you've always had. Yeah. You know, you've always had, uh, you know, somebody has died in, in an old house anywhere. In, in any old building you go to, you know, if it's an old building, somebody's died there. You know. Yep. Yeah. I know, especially the old ones, they would have, they, they would lay the, the body out and take pictures of it, which I think yeah. is really absurd. Yeah. Did, uh, yeah. That, that was a tradition to do that. I know. Like the picture of the dead. Yeah. That's There's really freaky. Out there of that stuff. What's that? Put, not, not just taking the in the casket and stuff like that, but they would pose them up like they're part of the family portrait still. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. So, um, tell tell our viewers about the courthouse. And I'm not sure how you pronounce out the uh, Atala. Atala. It's named um, after Indian princess. Sean was reading online that you have a contest for people on an investigation with you and your team at the courthouse. Yeah, that was a couple of years back, uh, about maybe three years back. And you got to get over here. You can't sit over there. My wife. Well, you got to. <laughs> and uh, she doesn't yeah, want to be on. Yeah, she'll she'll come over. I'll scoot over a little bit. Oh, the other way. I get everything reversed. Let's see why we can't get. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it. Go. I'm gonna take. There we go. 
Are y'all still there? Because I can't hear y'all. Hello? I don't know what happened. Uh, the courthouse, uh, we actually did a contest about three, three years ago, I guess. And we had the radio station all kind of pick the winners and all that. And uh, we did a public investigation that night and then kind of walk everybody through the, the courthouse and, and all that stuff. And then later that night, we're going to have uh, some winners that actually go inside and investigate with us. So that's kind of what, what we did on there. We've investigated that place twice and, and caught some really good stuff, stuff in there. Uh, had a spirit down in the basement part uh, saying mayor. And uh, of course we got the mayor down there to listen to it and, or listen to actual EVP and all. But, uh, Y'all still there? Okay, and I just wanted to. There we go. Yeah, there we we don't go. see your wife or girlfriend. Is that your wife? That's my wife. We we were Poke married. your head in there. Saturday <laughs> was our anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! How many years? Eight years. That's nice. Eight years. Awesome! Congratulations! And your wife's name is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're real doing good. good. <laughs> so you're a ghostbuster with your husband? Yes, ma'am, I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, ma'am. Oh, nothing against you, Rebecca, but yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, um, I, was, I was brought up right. Yes, you were. <laughs> what do you think of the paranormal, Rebecca? Um, what got you into it? I was not that big into it. Um, Donald and Dole were more into it beforehand. And there was one trip they were going on that was uh, up to West uh, West Virginia Penitentiary and trans Allegheny. They were doing both of those um, in one weekend. And, of course, Donald was like, well, why don't you just come with us? It's you know, just a little vacation away from the kids for you, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to do investigation. You know, that's the time we had um, Shadow, which was our trailer. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, I'll go sit in the trailer all night, 13 degrees, snowing weather the first night at the jail. God. And it was freezing. But there was one certain person who just made me so uncomfortable um, that I decided to go into transalgating the next night. Um, God bless you. I know. Um, but pretty much about an hour afterwards, I had a camera in my hand, a recorder in my hand, and I was gung-ho all for it. Sweet. Um, Heard some voices that night. Heard some footsteps down the hallway. Um, it was. I was pretty much hooked after that. So. What What's your favorite piece of equipment that you like to use? Oh, a, a recorder. Recorder. I, yeah. I mean, I'm. I really like to go old school. Um, I don't. Um. I mean, you can get some validation from other stuff, 
but having that that EVP that you play back and you can hear something that you know for a fact that was not there. Um, that's it's just you can't deny you that. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can pull this EVP up. And you know what I'm talking. That'd be cool. About. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm fixing to tell you. My biggest EVP that I've had is um, we went to Waverly. Um, mm -hmm. We were in the body shoot. Um, right. Fixing to do an intro um, to uh, for our video that we usually put together a video of our hunt for the night. And we'll do an intro video and that's where we decided to shoot. It was in the body shoot. So, of course, I got mic'd up and had my recorder on me and everything like that. And I pressed record and I was just a test, test, one, two, three, no more than five seconds. And you clearly hear a little girl in the background oh. saying, Mama, Mama. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. That's cool. I've oh. got it. Oh, Down good. Play it. If I can get it to play. Come on. Where is it at? There it is. Testing, testing. Wow, dude. Oh my Holy god, crap. that is you have Sweet, to play that man. again. Yeah, play it again, please. <laughs> <laughs> That is like awesome. Testing, testing. Oh my god! Wow. Now wow, where was cool. that again? That was what, at Waverly what? Hills. Oh my god! That and is so been, good. Of uh, some pictures, a, a direct. They have filmed a a B horror movie in there. Um, yeah. Years prior, and the director had went in the shoot, and um, this cause story I heard went in the shoot in there and he felt like something was following him back up up the stairs of the chute because they got actual ramp and stairs on, on both sides and uh, uh -huh. he said he would felt something and he started taking pictures and one of the pictures of this little girl in there oh wow that one was did y'all get a name good. did y'all get a name never got a name huh that's okay. so sad though it's a little baby yeah we caught some wow. stuff around 502 um there's quite a few few EVPs up up on yeah. the fifth floor that we caught. Dole actually heard one with his own ears yeah. that we actually caught on. That's on sweet. Us. That's that's when that happens, you got something good there. Yes. Yeah, you didn't hear it while you were there. You only caught it on the the audio. Yeah, and it wasn't even you know it was, Dole was coming back. You know when we got back, and he he always did our videos and and stuff like that. So he was going through the audio to kind of sync up with the video that he does, the program he does. And he calls me. He's like, "Hey, man, listen to this." He said, "Cause he was joking, it was because we always joked with one another." He said, "We didn't have any kids with us, did we?" It's like, "Yeah, I brought my kids with, me, you know, to Waverly Hills." And I was like, "No, I want mm -hmm. you to listen to this." And he played it, and I'm like, "Wow!" I said, "Play it again," you know. And he played it again. I was like, "And it's just one of those. It wasn't yeah. even a, a regular EVP session. Wow! You know, it was just a." You know, that was the whole clip right there of her coming on and testing her mic. 
and turning the turning the recorder off. Someone in the audience wants to know: Can you see the levels of the EVP, like on computer software? Yes, that's what we do to analyze yes. our um, our stuff. And I will tell you this: from depending on the the type program you use, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people look for the spikes and everything that are in the to shorten up their time of actually listening for EVPs. I will tell you this from experience. I've picked up EVPs where there is no spike. Right. Yes. Um, do so you, you use be- Audacity? Do you uh, do you use Audacity? Uh, I have used Audacity. Uh, the one we're using right now is WavePad Pro, I believe is what it's called. It's just like Audacity. Hmm. Um, that's the one I'm, I'm very comfortable with. Um, Why is that? Why is that? I've just used it more. Okay. For the big, the big part of it. Um, but yeah, anybody that's you know new into the into the paranormal or doing the research or going back through your audio and stuff like that, you know, I know it's painstaking and it stinks, but you you got to listen to the whole thing, right? Because you know, it you can find stuff that you know find EVPs that don't even look like there's a anything in there. Well, that's which. which good go ahead, Jen. I was just saying that was very. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I don't think that was fake. I think that was real. I mean, the way it was just too, because you could hear the other person speaking in the background and then you hear yeah. that. It was just too clear. It was that just, was our whole group there. Fallen Shadows was there. Dr. Jim was there. Um, I was the only female there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you had your work out cut out for you, Donald, huh? <laughs> well, when you were just explaining when you were listening to your EVPs on that program that you got, and you were saying that sometimes when you don't see a spike, you do pick up an EVP. What is your theory on where is that voice coming from? If it's not on, do you think it's on another plane? Do you think they're in a different dimension when they're talking to us on EVPs like that? You know, that's the one piece of evidence that I can say, you know, without a doubt, you know, it's, there's something else there. You okay. Know, when you got shadows and, and, you know, devices going off, you know, those are things that if you can try to get some, some, uh, intelligent interaction, like say your REM, REM pod or, or, uh, your ovulus or you know, even spirit box, you know, there's a possibility that could be something interfering with that at any given time. Okay. The EVP okay. stuff. If you've got good investigators and all that, uh, especially if it's only you know one or two of you there, you know you pick mm-hmm. up somebody saying something on there, then you know you know you ain't BSing yourself. Um, you know I, I don't know. Um, it could be that you know why why certain spirits stay around certain areas, you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to moving on. Um, and I've got a bunch of different theories on on that whole thing. But as far as the EVP, something coming through there, you know, it could be interdimensional. It could be another dimension coming through with with um um. Jenny's veil. gonna love this. Jenny's gonna veil love is this. Very one. thin in, in certain places, and right. You know, that's my theory. I got two two or two different things. You know, it could be spirits coming. You know, that are that are speaking to us. It could be something that. Uh, is a interdimensional being that can, you know, cross over or whatever and, and speak. 
Okay. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I, I totally agree with you on some of those, but this is for Jenny, okay? Do you think it could possibly be an alien doing that? Now, um, and I'm not joking, see, there's a long story behind that, but um, do you think it could be an alien that actually is mimicking somebody else's voice? It's very possible. Okay. We are talking about the paranormal and nobody, you know, nobody's an expert, in my opinion. Nobody's an expert on this. You know, uh, there's people that have been around a lot longer than anybody else, but we're always, always learning new techniques and new, new ways to try to get, get that evidence. And we're all still looking for the same answer, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then that's what, uh, we do on our group. My group, by the way, is the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. Um, we were founded in 2006. And, um, well, all I know is that um, our producer, he's funny. If you ever get down and talk to him about ghosties, that's what he calls them, he claims that they are other human beings from other dimensions. Time travelers. Time travelers walking into our uh, well, I believe in the shadow people, like they're shadow people. You see them so fast in the back rooms. They're moving so fast and because um, they're traveling through time. <laughs> and so, that's what Greg wants to know in the audience. He wants to know. So let's talk about shadow people. <laughs> yeah, please. Let's talk shadow people. What, what's, your, what's your... My take on, on shadow figures. You know, why is there a lot of haunted locations that have spirits there people have, have passed on at that location or they're they're attached to that location after they die um and this is one of the places you know we have a shadow person here along with the spirits that are here you know i believe that there are portals in certain certain haunted locations certain areas and i believe that possibly that these shadow figures are are kind of a governor so you will over that portal you know maybe they're in that haunted location okay. to make sure that spirits are not giving out too much information uh you know on 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 the afterlife on you okay. know why why they're there you know, that's one of my theories um yeah i i think shadow people are really neat and especially when you can get it on a camera um, when you get a still picture of a shadow figure actually standing there. But um, recently, uh, I've been getting into video, and um, video is where it's at. You know, everybody would yell at me at my groups. You used to be, need to use video, video, video. And I'm like, I hate video because I don't know how to run the camera, right? And uh, so it's like... Um, so now they taught me how to use a camera, and, uh, and, and I enjoy video. The only thing I have a problem with, and let me ask you this question. Does it bother you sitting in a chair for eight hours watching video with the camera just staying in one place? On that, I mean, you can actually, unlike the, unlike the EVP where you, you, know, you really got to listen to everything, and, and you know, we've, we've all done it. We've all kind of scanned through, you know, EVP audio, you know, pretty quick. It's like, uh, I don't see anything, you know. The video thing, I found, and you got one, because we got a DVR system set up in here on the funeral home that runs 24-7. Mm -hmm. 
that right. they record all the time. Um, but when we started, you know, doing the watching the audio or watching the video stuff, you know, you're sitting there looking at that screen and you just got to sit there and look at it and your eye is going to pick up on movement automatically. Right. Yeah. You mm -hmm. sit there and just stare at it for a minute and you can fast forward it just a little bit. If you go too fast on some of the programs, it starts skipping over, you know, your stuff. Right. So you can speed it up just a little bit and, and take your time down a little bit on that. So are you the video watcher? I'm 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 the video and audio watcher, you know, now. Doyle <laughs> used to do the video and I used to do the audio. And we've mm -hmm. got I'll be honest, we've got some some audio files that I don't know, I've got probably 10, 12 hours at least worth of audio files that I've got to go through from investigations oh here. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm, uh, steadily, I'm steadily building up to you know, this fight. That's cool. Now, back to Mississippi. Okay. I was, when I was doing my research, and this is what uh, really fascinated me, was Mrs. Laura Kelly statue have you well first of all i have a cousin named laura kelly when i saw that name i thought it was my cousin but i see some here in pittsburgh but have you ever investigated that uh statue i actually that fascinates have not. me i actually have not um i was doing a little i mean i know the story of miss kelly and all that but i was kind of refreshing myself because i knew that you know it might come up and today and it's like you know, I really have never in, tried to investigate out there, you know, and I've, I don't know, I, I really don't do cemeteries too much because there's so much contamination and bugs and cars and yeah, everything else around. Right. Yeah. Um, now, as far as like your EVP stuff, it'd be a little bit harder to, to pick out something out of there. But as far as your uh, some of your devices, now you may be able to get some some interaction that way. Right. I'm going to have to send you a picture we caught out at a cemetery. I just got my phone. I don't have my computer. And it, it would, a girl sat down in my group. She took her camera from her phone, clicked the picture, and you can actually see a figure of a man mm. looking down at a grave. <clears throat> and we found that. And um, so we went over to where he was standing. And you looked down, and it was... A girl, a lady, and her two daughters, and we were wondering, probably figuring out that that guy's family was there that he was looking down upon. It was something that was like, he was dressed, you know, back in the 1800s when everything was just um, where they wore plaid and, you know, heavy wool coats and stuff like that. Yeah. This guy was, it was 99 degrees when we were out, and um, there's no way in heck was somebody else would be wearing something that heavy. It was, it was a cool picture. I like cemeteries. When I started in 2006, that's how I got it, by going to cemeteries. And um, you are true, there could be a lot of contamination, but there are parts of the cemetery where there wouldn't be, you know. And me and the group back then that I had, we'd just go and we'd just start snapping pictures and snapping pictures. Like, I mean, it was like if, like me, I would take like over 400 pictures, you know, at a cemetery. And it was fun, you know what I mean? And I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed looking at pictures and, and, and coming up with stuff. And uh, 
I don't know. You should give uh, the cemetery a shot. But back to Miss Miss Kelly statue, though. Um, uh, how about the house? Have you ever been to the house? No, um, it was actually sold. Um, I'm not sure who owns it right now. I don't think is it anybody living in it right at this moment. Uh, okay. Some uh, swapping hands, foreclosure or something. Some, some kind of big red tape thing was involved. And I think a realtor company may own it. Or some, somebody, some kind of business owns it right now. Uh, okay. We had always talked about trying to get into into the Kelly House. Uh, okay. Now I don't know what you know what all you've heard on on Miss Kelly's statue. I don't know what this is. What is that? Came across our screen there. I what's don't know. Foggy. That's not. <laughs> I don't know what's that's doing there. Oh my gosh! I can't see. <laughs> but, uh, I have you know, no idea what that was. Of, a lot of legend and stories <laughs> uh, through the years. Even when I was a kid, I'd hear, you know, different stories about Miss Kelly and, mm-hmm. you know, about her killing her kids. And, you know, Who is that? That was it. Oh, okay. I thought that I was, was just, what is that? I was like, it was like the spirits in the funeral home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I oh, turned no. it down when like, started. I turned it back up. Oh, no. Oh. Augie, yeah, why don't you put it? Um, yeah. it was Augie trying to put a picture. But there was a lot of legend and stuff, you know, revolving Miss Kelly and a, mm-hmm. a lot of misinformation on, you know, what actually happened. You know, don't know how well, she died. I don't. Uh, but she passed away in eighteen ninety something. Yeah, I think it was eighteen ninety. Right yeah, yeah, yeah eighteen ninety and. Of course, she had two two kids that died before she did, and then she had two more that died, you know, after she did. So, now that, the couple of things that that I read up on, like you were saying, um, the statue—it's it, like that she is weeping. My question to you is: I know Mississippi's hot; it is humid, humid. But is it possible with all that humidity down there that actually water, uh, sweat, or water, anything like moisture? coming from her eyes to make her weep moisture seeping out um it was built over over in italy okay over and all go ahead what what's your theory on um with that what i mean what do you think happens with her crime like that um um me personally i've never witnessed it of course i've never you know went out there i've seen the the statue many times right um right but uh, you know, we've never been out there investigating, you know, it itself. They did uh they had somebody I guess vandalize it several years back and broke a hand off of it in a walking cane and they had a fundraiser oh, wow. uh, done to, to redo. Is that one of your uh is that one of your pieces of equipment? Yeah, somebody just went off. I, don't know <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, that is cool, Zach. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, uh, Ruffus is on, uh, Slimer's on, Pegasus is on, uh, Shadow's on, and the Mini Pod is on. The rest of them are not built yet. Oh, wow, that, 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 that's going to be for later on in the show about your, your yeah. animals that you make. But, uh, no, and something else about her, um, something about her turning. Or having a rose in her hand? She's on a pedestal, 
you know, it's all a concrete pedestal. I mean, she can't. Right. It doesn't spin or anything like that. But I've I've read some things from that, and I just. Oh, there's a know. picture. There's the picture that uh, we took in the cemetery. She's going to have to blow it up. Have you actually been here? What's that? Have you actually been here? No, 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 I haven't. Uh, okay. What, here in, Miss in Mississippi? Well, at the Kelly no. statue. Oh, no, no, no. I, I was reading on um, your town, okay. and uh, the statue came up, and I thought it was very, very interesting. Um about it be well first of all honestly because my cousin's name is laura kelly okay so that got me interested in it and uh, a lot of people are that you know the reviews that i heard uh saw and what i read was that all this is like really really seriously true and i'm having a hard time dealing with that yeah, yeah i do yeah you know what what that bugs it i mean it's it's a solid concrete statue i mean it's not right. Yeah. And what bugs me about people, and let me ask you this. Um, I'll tell you that it really bugs me um, when people put different type of wars out there on such a statue or anything. Like, um, what's, how do you think of that when people do that? I mean, I know the war is fun, but whenever people take it too seriously and you end up having a freaking argument with people about it. Um, what's your, what's your deal on that? You know, me, I'm a big, and she's even bigger. I mean, she's a big history buff on, on researching and things like that. Okay. I like to dig. I like to dig. If I hear something, I like to dig into it and, you know, okay. find the, the facts and, you know, over the legends and the lore. You know, I want facts out of stuff. You know, Do you see that picture? Do you see that picture on the on your screen? I can't. I don't have my glasses on, so. Does your wife see it? Is it? Is that? Is it right here? Yeah. Okay. If on if you look over to the left, you'll see a little a uh, man standing. That is the picture, right there. Oh, okay, okay. This ain't this ain't Miss Kelly. No, no, no. This is the one I was talking to you about earlier. The one that we caught at the cemetery. Right there. It's all. Yeah. It's like right next to the edge, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's gonna be it right there. That's it right there. I can't. I That's, can't. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh, she's blowing it up for you. Oh, look. No, she has to I got it everything. Everything for tonight, and I forgot my glasses. Oh, wow. That happens to me all the time, too. Um, what kind of business do you do? I mean, what do you do for a living? Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm, a <laughs> I'm a firefighter. Uh, been okay. Fire Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I've been, over the, been in the uh, fire service for over 16 years, just over 16 <clears> years. <throat> uh, i got eight more for retirement, counting mm -hmm. days. That's good. Uh, been doing that for 16 years. We own a martial arts studio as well. Been teaching martial arts for over 25 years. Wow. Um, been in it since I was 10 years old. I'm, I'll be 50 uh, Friday. Happy Friday. birthday. Friday. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday? Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Happy birthday to you, brother. Happy Thank birthday you. to you. Uh, yeah, I've been in martial arts for over 40 years. Um, 
been teaching for over 25 and uh, besides the paranormal we got our our big family of eight kids um, eight wow. kids yeah two oh my goodness she had four i had four and we got together so you know we're the it's really like the Brady, Brady Bunch. bunch. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Paranormal Brady Bunch. Uh, there you go. Two are, to your two are out on their own. Two are out on mm -hmm. their own. One's got a got a we got a grandchild. Um two, <laughs> congratulations. Two live with their do mother. Your kids, do your kids investigate with you? We've had um Caitlin yeah. has came quite a bit. Um and she can see things that you know I can't. I I hate it too. It's like I've been doing this and wanting to, and I always tell them about the, you know, everybody gets touched when we go into investigation except for me. And I've been asking for it for, you know, since. Well, they're afraid you're going to karate chop their butts, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, you know, my one theory was like, well, maybe it's because I'm not scared, you know, of that, you know. Right. And then uh, Beth, Beth Allen had told me that there's a, um, a female uh, about three generations back that watches over me and mm. protects me as my protector along okay. with the bull and you know some mm. others like so now i gotta see if i can't contact with them and say look let this let the spirit you know make contact with me. physical contact <laughs> maybe he might not want that because they, they they're brutal they are brutal <laughs> I've, I've been kicked. I've been kicked. I've been punched, scratched. You name it, I've, I've had it all. And in fact, we were up Gettys Gettysburg, and I got stabbed in the back on the bridge. That burned for three or four days. Wow! Yeah. Did they break yes. the skin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a little red mark on her. I'm Honestly, sorry. Was a, no, don't be, please. No. <laughs> Honestly, it was a little, it was just a little, little, little red spot right there where he got me. Man. Yeah. That's yeah, the one, see. that's the one part of the paranormal I'm still, you know, looking for that interaction, that physical interaction. Actually, mm -hmm. I don't want nothing, you know, bad touching me, but. Yeah, I don't want anything. We're um, going to take a quick break, guys. We have to um, plug our sponsor for the second show, Carnation. <laughs> are sponsoring the show. I just want to say how wonderful Carnation is. And thank you for sponsoring our second show. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, you know how to, you know, drop us a line. We'd love to have you. We'd love for you. Uh, we'd love to uh, talk about you. Because I like Carnation, especially this is, is the breakfast essentials. I can't do it. My screen screen's in the way. <laughs> Can you see that, guys? Wait. Yeah, nah, it's like being a ghost. You like <laughs> back up. Ghost box. <laughs> ghost oh my God. Box. There you go. Why doesn't it work? So, which one do you like, Jenny? Do you like the vanilla or do you like the chocolate? I like the chocolate milk one. Um, this is good because it's it's a light start and it only has 150 calories and it has 11 grams of protein and only 11 car. Wait, let me see. 11. Let me make sure I got the protein right. There's 13 grams of protein. Why isn't it working? So what uh, is that? Is that like milk additive or? Uh, there we go. You add it to your milk or what do you do? Yes, yeah. you um, you just add it to milk, almond okay, milk. 
it can even do water, but it's a light start. Um, and it uh, has 21 vitamins and minerals, 13 grams of protein, two I think that's two times of car uh, calcium and 150 calories. And it's really good if you're trying to watch your weight. So hats off to Carnation. I think you can see this. Oh my God. Yes. Why can't I do this today? <laughs> I'm really, I think because we're having our screen smaller. Go. Okay. There we go. Thank you, Carnation, for for sponsoring <laughs> us. Yes. 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 Thank you. But, uh, okay. Buy some of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about the uh, Western uh, West Virginia Penitentiary. Oh goodness! I have to think so, back on. Tell me if you've had any good experiences with that. Did you, did you catch anything? Did anybody feel anything? We had one lady that was there um she had gone to the bathroom by herself and that was while Moundsville. okay was that Mount? that was mound yeah that's it's, that's, that's the it. same place that's it. yeah so um she was actually walking back to the trailer by herself and what cell block was it i that can't remember where, what cell that block where was. man is that yes it was a cell block back past where the shadow man had been seen and she had a cell uh one of the cell doors slam shut um and it scared her so bad that she took off running and she looked like a little scooby-doo on camera from the trailer running yeah, back we had, we had several cameras set up scooby-doo so you, you can see her run in one camera Go out another one and come back in another one. It's like she did. She had. To, it was like a U turn right there. You had to go up down the hall through the cafeteria area and then back. Oh, you know, back down and it was like she was like sliding going around. Oh my god! I would. I. I don't think I'd like to be in a uh, in a penitentiary at night. Oh, it, it's good. I was down there. It was good. It, it was good. <laughs> it's um, good it was good. But to me, when I was down there, I was down there a couple times. And to me, do you remember the little chapel out in the field, out in the middle of the um, the what? In the the chapel, the little chapel area. I it was out in. Oh, uh, that was back in. That was one of our. That was the first. Well, I don't say that was first, but that was one of the first group investigations we did. Me and Doyle had went to Thomas House. Uh, okay. To, to everything else. What's the Thomas House? Thomas House is in Red Bowling Springs, Tennessee. Um, we were just there uh, back in. Was it last year? No, it was this year. Uh, when he was and, it this year? and Fallen Shadows invited us down, and we were surprised. We were the surprise investigators. Oh, that, was that in March? There. Might have been March. Uh, it was already warm. It was warm. Yeah, um, but. We drove up, and the other only, only a couple of people that knew we were coming because they invited us up. And uh, of course, some of the investigators were getting there, and they were like, "Hey, okay, you know." Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the second time I'd been there. The first time was when me and Dole went by ourselves at a public event up there, and we caught some good stuff there that night. Did but, you? Uh, back to Moundsville, uh, it was it was cold. It was bad cold. Um, it was 13 degrees. 
and it was snowing. Yeah, it was 13 Welcome degrees. Welcome to our world. Welcome it to our world. It was 13 degrees <laughs> inside Trans-Allegheny. And I oh, hate okay. the cold. Oh, my God, I hate the cold. I hate it with passion. Yes. I hate well, it to too. be honest with you, I hate the heat. I don't I like can deal with the heat more than I can the cold. <laughs> but uh, so um, tell us about some other. Uh, I see that you do private residences. Is that correct? We have done private residences. Uh, we haven't done one in quite a while. Um, okay, so if if I was living in your town in Mississippi, in Mississippi, and I called you up for an investigation on my house, what step? do you go through before you actually come to the house? Uh, first thing we do is, is kind of got a kind of a questionnaire that we go through. Um, they first tell me, you know, what, what they're experiencing, you know, and I automatically start, you know, thinking, all right, well, you know, what else could there possibly be causing this? But I mean, we go through a questionnaire, uh, you know, and I always tell them afterwards, um, you know, I'm going to talk to the rest of our group, whatever, or if it's a case where it possibly be, might be something darker, um, there may be an, a, a bad attachment or, or something like that. I don't, I don't use the term demon so much because you don't run into them very often, in, to, in my opinion, in the paranormal world. I mean, you don't run into it like, you know, uh, somebody else in the paranormal community that's on TV. I don't call their names, but... Uh, you don't run into them that often. And Kyle Davis is our, what we call our holy guy of our, our group. He handles all the, the blessings and the, the exorcisms and things like that in our group. And past few times we've had um, people contacts about it. It kind of fell into his lap on that. And uh, he'll go out, he'll talk to him and, and see what he can feel. Cause he's, he's a sensitive. Um, he can feel, and see things and, and get a, a get a vibe uh, even over the phone sometimes and a lot of times he'll tell me see i called called this person up and man i could hear it in the background talking you know uh talking to me through the phone over her not wanting me to come there and uh, he's done quite a few of those uh for himself and the group i mean people has contacted him personally you know and gotten that taken care of but uh there's something you know, I'll, I'll throw out one uh, that we did a few years back. A uh, lady's matter of fact, she's on our team now. Uh, a lady had contacted us, that a friend of ours, and her mother had passed away about six months prior. And she said, you know, I'm having, of course, she lives in a little bitty house and out in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, I'm, I'm coming home to, you know, doors being left open and, and just, certain different things i'm hearing stuff and you know she wanted some validation you know what it is and i said well we'll come out and investigate and we did um we investigated and really couldn't get a whole lot during the investigation you know we even you know we did our usual evp sessions tried to get the you know proximity sensors to go off and k2s and you know and we did basically through the whole house and then we said, look, let's try to get her in here and see if she can't get something to interact so okay. back in her bedroom where her, actually her mother had, had stayed. It was her mother's room. And she said, 
it's part of it. It's like, you know, just talk to your mom. Maybe, maybe it's your mother. Because that's what we always thought and what she thought. I said, Mama, I want you to know that I love you. I miss you and I, I love you very much. So we finished up the investigation. And, um, of course, she's in our martial arts class as well. She's black belt. Um, and I pulled her out to the side. It's like, hey, I want you to hear something. And I didn't tell her, you know, what it said, what I thought it said, you know. And I let her listen to it. She started crying. Mm -hmm. I said, what did you hear? I said, I heard I love you too. I said, oh, that's wow. what, what we're picking up. That's what we're hearing. So that was, uh, you know, one of those, I guess, good time, good, good feelings that you get, give somebody, you know, some assurance and some validation on, on, you know, who's, who's there at your house. Do you, uh, what, I'm sorry, go ahead. She's been on, uh, since then, she knows she's of course always, she's in our, our martial arts class and, you know, we're good friends and all that. And she came on a uh, public investigation we had over at Coatsworth, which is in Lexington, Mississippi, which we have to, huh? Carl, Carl, Carrollton, Carrollton, Mississippi, not Lexington, Carrollton, Mississippi, which is about 45 minutes away. Uh, they actually used that house in the filming of The Help. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, the lady that lost all the, or had the miscarriages, that mm. was her house. Yes. Oh, uh, we wow. We investigated last year. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we're going back. Matter of fact, they went this past spring and did a, a, a public investigation for them. And then I couldn't make it because I had came down with shingles. I was in hospital about five days. If you ever had those oh. things and or not had those things, those things ain't no fun. I got my shot, dude. I got my shot. <laughs> I got something like the my. This is weird. My brother got um, he got the COVID vaccine, and I was around him, and I started to get this weird pain in my head, like someone was poking me, like up the ice pick. It was horrible. <laughs> I went to the doctors, and she said it sounds like you have shingles. And I said, how could I get shit? I mean, it's not, I didn't have the rash or anything. I just had that stabbing pain in my head. Oh, and you're uh, lucky that you didn't get the, the rash. I know. It, it was, was all, it was all right here and up here. See, had, my we head were, was like, head, like it was, it felt like someone was stabbing me. And I went, yeah. and she gave me steroids and got rid of it. So, oh, now, it's horrible. Is there like, um, when you go on an investigation and before you go on your investigation, uh, I don't like using the word ritual, but is there something that you like to do for protection before you go on investigation? A lot of times we don't do. Um, it really depends on the location, I guess. Um, okay. We did. You always wear. Now I do wear, wear. I wear a cross around my neck every time we investigate. It's kind of my, my thing. It's one of my my go-tos and I'm kind of lost okay. without it when I don't have it and all, but, um, right. you know, we've at, like at Bobby Mackey's, we all did a, a prayer and all before we started investigating there. Um, is there a demon in there? Is there I a demon? Sat, I sat, it was me, Dole, Mark, and Dr. Jim Clawson was there. 
and we were downstairs. Of course, you know, you have the upstairs, uh, the, the, basically the bar in, in the honky tonk part. And then you have to go outside and go around to get to the basement. And that's where the portal to hell is supposed to be and, and all that. I, it's all filled in now. Right. Um, Bob Mac is, is a, it's a good location. You get it off your bucket list. I mean, we went all through the place. I did hear a female voice downstairs. Uh, got it on EVP, but on audio recorder, but you could not tell what she was saying, so we just threw it out. Right. Uh, but through that night, there's a video floating around somewhere in our stuff of me sitting in the, the portal, in the hole itself, and doing an EVP session. And I'm not one to uh, uh, really get harsh and mean on a on a or i hope or, to god not man that buster provoke. yeah uh, but i i did i did there in that hole and never got nothing you're um, lucky dude you're lucky that that was my next question to you you're we must be on the same wavelength here <laughs> but uh when i'm what for me um that is one of my biggest pet peeves um in the world in, in paranormal is when somebody calls out a spirit, you know what I mean? Or gets downright angry with them. And, and I'm thinking, you know, think about it, right? That spirit that's in that, in, in, in the establishment that you're at, um, they used to live there and they used to be human. You know what I mean? How would you like it? I'm not talking about you. I, this is right. what I used to say. But I would, I mean, if I was a spirit and someone's calling me every name in the book so I can come out and say hello to them, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and it's like, if you get angry with me, I'll get angry with you. And yeah, I'll say, I'll bust your camera or else I'll screw up your evidence or whatever you want. So that was like my biggest number rule with my group is uh, you can't do that. You're gone. I, I mean, you won't even make it to the whole investigation if I see you calling out a spirit. I, I, I just have a problem with that very much. But yeah, um, of, you know, like residential, and and I couldn't tell you when the last time I even tried to do something like it. Probably Bobby Mack is, and it's probably been four years ago, maybe three, four years. Mm -hmm. No, it's been about four years. Uh, but. You know, people have asked me on investigation, especially when we do public things here at the funeral home or over at Coatsworth or, or wherever we'll, we'll be. They'll ask me about, you know, what do you think about, you know, you think about demonic spirits or dark spirits or evil spirits? I said, look, I said, the whole demon thing, it's been been pushed out there way too much. I said, you, most of the time, you're not going to, you know, come across a, an actual demon. Now, you may come across something that's not nice right and always telling us look you got good spirit you got just like you got bad people and you got good people right you've got bad spirits and good spirits it's like you know if somebody is an asshole when they're alive they're probably going to be an asshole when they're dead exactly i agree uh, let me tell you a, a little situation that happened to us um about seven, eight years ago, me and my ex-girlfriend, we went to this one house and we did a walkthrough, okay? And um, this, the story behind that real quick was 
his wife, who's a nurse, she was at the hospital working, and he was pulling out of his driveway, and he got a phone call from his house, okay? And he looked at it, and he was, like, all confused. And like, So he listened to the message, and it said, kill the nurse, okay? And his wife was a nurse. So that's what got us up there. And as we did our walkthrough, my ex-girlfriend, she was doing EVP sessions, you know, asking questions. And as we're about to leave, I was talking with the client, and um, she gets out of the car, and she says, Sean, Sean, you got to listen to this. And she turned on the EVP, and you can hear her question was, how old are you? And the ghost came back and said, 93. And um, the guy, the client, just busted out in tears. And the reason why he busted out in tears, because it was his father's voice. And that's how old his dad was when he died. So, I mean, so that, I mean, some of the stuff that I've experienced, just crazy. But this is your show tonight. No, and I and like sharing stories. You like sharing stories? Good. I sit here and you know talk about paranormal all night. I, hey, listen, I might take a road trip down there with my group, and we'll do an investigation to go set us up. I'd like yeah, to do that. Absolutely. I will. I will. Uh, you, you I'll make sure, like October, contact. November, when it's yeah, a little contact. bit cooler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll friend uh, you on Facebook. Okay. Uh, one good thing okay. about this place, you know, we have heat and air. We have power, mm-hmm. we have bathrooms, we have a break room mm-hmm. uh, with fridge and microwave and coffee maker. And, you know, cool. there's plenty of places to sleep. You know, we've got God, good. probably 20 pews sitting here back behind the camera <laughs> here and That's two or three sweet. couches. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I w- like I was really looking into your group and into you personally. Uh, to get some talking points with you. And I, I like the way you run things down there. I really do. I, I just, uh, I'm real, really, really impressed with it. There's not a lot of groups out there that do that, you know, impressiveness. Now, real quick before we get into your equipment making, okay, because uh, Jason, he's my tech guy and he's another co-host, but he's on vacation. But, um, if it was up to you, what would you tell a newbie if they wanted to get into ghost hunting? Uh, you've got to, if they wanted to get into it, you need to reach out and do some research. One on your own, a little bit far as like, you know, looking on uh, the internet and all that and then learning proper way, I guess, to investigate. You don't have to come up with you know, everything that every other investigator has, you know, you, you can investigate with nothing more than your phone, you know, everything. I mean, high tech phones are now, you know, it's got already recorders and everything on there. Right. Do something very simple right there. Wouldn't download a bunch of apps on there that, you know, um, I'm not, there's only a couple apps that I, I would even think about using. Um, what, what are those? What apps are those, bud? Uh, Necrophonics is, is one that I like, and there's also one called, I think it's called 
ghost box. It's an SLS app. Actually, you can look up SLS, mm-hmm. uh, which I've got an Android, so I look it up on the Play Store. And, right. Uh, but it 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 uses a camera on the phone. It it works just like a regular SLS. Does it really? Okay. Um, uh, the new girl in our group, she has one of those. Uh, when we did our investigation the other day, she showed me how it worked out. That was pretty sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we've way. got we've got an old school SLS. Uh, it's a standalone. It doesn't. It's not mobile or nothing. Uh, we're trying to get it set up upstairs in the, what we call the long room or the dark room. There's a long hallway up there that the shadow figure likes to hang out in. Right. Uh, but it's you know it's old school and you know the old Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Know, camera set up and all that got a computer and all that we're going to set up to it and actually going to put a, a we're going to set it up in there and put a uh night vision camera on it and that way we can watch from our our uh, base station basically the funeral home here uh we've got an office downstairs that we have a four channel audio set or excuse me four channel video set up and it runs 24 7 that's where we got all our equipment stuff so we can right. watch different areas of the funeral home from that that one location, and I've also mm-hmm. got a four channel audio system that you can plug a recorder in. Say, right back here in the casket, there's a there's a line that plugs into the recording side. You turn it on, right. hit record, and you can go in the the the, uh, the office the office in there, and you can uh, switch a button on, and you can listen to the audio from in there. That's you, sweet. You can run it to right now four different locations. Uh, the upstairs is is one, and then there's here, and then there's like a parlor. But right. you can actually watch and listen to the chapel without anybody being in the chapel. Oh, and I I'm, I bet you just look forward to looking at all those videos that you have, huh? When, whenever <laughs> I haven't when looked at any videos in. of this place in a long no? time, because no? we we'll leave certain objects laying around like in the casket here or in the mm-hmm. embalming room we have a, a ball that sets up on the the gurney and have a, a penny or something sitting on top of it so mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm always coming back and checking on things here and all about once a week and if i see one of our uh objects move one of our trigger objects you know messed messed around with and i'll go back and look and see what's going on we've had We've had some issues here and there, but we've always found that it was, you know, somebody coming in, maintenance or or caretaker or, you know, something mm-hmm. to that nature. We hadn't had anybody in here besides us in a couple of years now. That 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 seems. I can't wait to come down there. I don't know if it'll be this year, maybe next year, but I know I'm going to get down there. That's on my bucket list to get down where you're at. Uh, there is a place that that I like to go all the time. And I don't know if you ever heard of it, Prospect Place in Trimway, Ohio. I've heard of Prospect Place. I've not been there. Dude, you got to go. You got to go. I mean, it's like a mansion built back in the early 1900s. And um, the people who owned it, I really don't know the backstory. I just go down looking for ghosts. That's what I do. But I know it was part of the railroad down in Ohio, but also it was part of the Underground Railroad, too. And... um, there's a, there, there's a lot of ghosts down there. And down in their basement, okay, um, you actually 
if if you got your, uh, I guess you can use your SLS, but if you have a good camera going, video camera, you can actually see spirits just cross like this. It was like, yeah. you know, like doing yeah. that. That reminds me of Uh-huh. Oh, man, we can sit down and have some. You can have sweet tea. I'll have regular iced tea with no sugar. I don't do sweet tea. <laughs> I don't just, now, just I like, can't I like, do it. You you drink uh, iced tea without any any uh, uh, any sugar? No, none. Just straight up plain iced tea. Okay. No sugar. We were, when we went to, I think we went to West Virginia. You couldn't find any sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was my issue. <laughs> that was your issue. Okay. Now, here's a good part. All right. Jason, he sent me some questions to ask you about it. Okay. Um, about your equipment. And what piece of equipment is most effective to you? Most effective for me? Yeah. Yeah. Effective. Uh, my audio recorder. Your audio recorder? Yeah. I've got a, I've got a, a, a little pouch that goes on my arm here. And I can mm -hmm. run my, my audio recorder. I can put, basically it's used for for a uh, uh, cell phone, your smartphone to put in to listen to while you're running or exercising, or whatever. Right. And it costs like I don't know five dollars at Walmart. And I'll put my mm -hmm. audio recorder in it and then plug in my a mic into it, and I'll attach a mic right here, and then I'll run another line out for my my headset. And if y'all ever okay looking in the in the headsets and all that there's a bunch of them out there um mm -hmm. i think who was it sony sony makes a good one and then there's uh if you ever heard you if you're into music i'm really big into music mm -hmm. uh uh beats by dre i've got a pair of solos i did have a okay. studio set which covers your head your ears completely but the studios are or the solos are a little smaller ear earpiece it doesn't block out everything completely mm -hmm. but man those those beats you can't you can't beat them uh no. okay. we use that for, for my audio i use that for my audio review and you can hear everything in there um stuff you wouldn't hear on a regular headset you can hear right through the, that headset but i use that to and do a lot of live evp stuff on it so i'm listening you know as we're recording and all what got you into building uh, trigger objects? It was actually, uh, you know, when we first started, you know, we're looking at all this different equipment. And I'm, you know, REM pods were, you know, a big thing. And, like, you can't find one that's, you know, not under 200 bucks, you know, 250 300 bucks for this, you know, basically that, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's got to be a way to build that thing cheaper you know, for our group. And that's what I kind of started doing. I started, you know, coming up with ideas. It's like, all right, how does this work? What makes this thing go off? What is it actually? What is this thing? And, you know, it's a Thurman. You ever heard of a Thurman? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. have. It's basically a Thurman built in this, you know, this uh, clean-out plug is basically what it is. I mean, mm -hmm. this is all PVC PVC cleanout plug because there's the threads and all that. Right. It's like a three inch PVC thing with lights and everything else on it. And now, they work they work really good. Um mm -hmm. so I kind of dabbled with that a little bit and I never could get because the Thurman kit that you can buy, only only a couple of places I've seen that you can buy it, 
and they're always out of stock and you have to solder every component on the board and all that when you do get it. And I was like, I yeah. can't do that. No, that's a little too intensifying. But uh, that, that couldn't do that either. Then I come up with this idea. You always hear about, you know, spirits, you know, taking and draining batteries completely, even though you mm -hmm. just just freshly charged it or just replaced the battery. Right. Well, I see that, you know, on the shows and you see that from other investigators like, well, what's what's the proof that how, how do you validate that? How do you validate that it's not your battery going back to the skeptic part? How do you validate that it's actually that and not just a bad battery or or whatever? Huh. So I came up with a device and I don't have it with me. But it's basically uh, a rechargeable battery that I got out of an old uh, pad, an old, uh, not an iPad, but one of those old, um, what was that thing? Anyway, anyway, an old, okay. old, old pad. Took the battery Something out old. of it. <laughs> I took the battery out of that. It's a rechargeable, a NICAD battery. And uh, I went and bought a uh, USB charger, hooked that up to it. And then I took a digital meter and, atta and attached it to all that and put it in the project box and all that. So you're sitting there, re and all it was is just basically a rechargeable battery pack with a digital meter on it. So I can sit oh. there and watch the digital meter show me how much mm -hmm. is in that battery. Okay. So if something's going to zap, take that energy from that battery, I should be able to see it automatically. It should uh -huh. go from, you know, 4.9 to zero, you know, quickly. Um, right. Haven't had anything drain it yet. Um, but that was just one of my things. And what it got me into is just, you know, me building little things here for our group to cut down cost on, on equipment. Right. Oh, uh, and then now what? I didn't do anything for a couple of years. I didn't do anything for, for several years, you know, without dabbling into mm -hmm. building things anymore. What's your thoughts on the spare box? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what's what's your thought on the spare box? You talking about the SB seven or eleven? Yeah, or just yeah, the SB seven and uh, eleven. We had an eleven, and we don't have it anymore. The seven, I've got, we've got two of them. Of course, one of them's down right now. Uh, I like the SB sevens, but there's also a way you can go inside and disconnect the antenna part of it. So that you're okay. not picking up any outside interference from the from the antenna, like radio stations and, and interference like that. Okay. Um, I like them and I don't like them. I like them as a, a interaction with spirits and using the white noise and all that stuff. Uh, I've seen too many go through it, and, and if I hear something on an SB7, then I'm starting to count in my head. To where I'm, am I going to hear something else? Say 20 seconds later, I'm hearing something else. All right, then I'm counting again. Am I going to hear something else around that 20 second mark? If I do, then I'm saying, okay, that's some outside interference coming in, radio station, whatever, coming through that one little little bleep in there. Um, right. You like using them, but they're extremely noisy as hell. Aren't they? Oh my god. <laughs> Because your headaches are like, oh my god, just shut it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever done the uh, oh, what's it? The, not uh, it's a uh, they named it after a guy. Um, 
Oh, the millimeter? No. Um, use, a SP, use a spirit box with a uh, noise-canceling headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, a husband and wife team, uh, couple, they're in my group. They do that all the time. That's pretty yeah, I'm trying cool. to think of the name of it. Uh, it crossing my memory right now. But we did, actually did it here at the funeral home a couple times. And, and How did it work for you? It worked really good because Fallen Shadows that came down, our kind of sister group that we investigate with a lot over the years. And uh, the one, Ashley, had not been here. They've been here twice. Ashley wasn't here the first time. She was pregnant with twins, and she quit investigating for a while. And she finally got to come down. And I'm in the parlor over there, and I'm doing an EVP session by myself trying to speak with Dole. And they're in here doing doing that. Mm -hmm. So I, about 20 minutes later, I come in. It's like, all right, did you hear this, 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 or this? Because these would have been my answers to my questions. Like, no. He said, but we did say, because um, I had one person asking questions, and she was, you know, all closed up and just, you know, saying what was coming out of the spirit box. Right. And she said, we asked if um, you want us to get Donald back in here. And she said, that's not a good idea. And then while I'm sitting there asking him, uh, Kyle, matter of fact, it was Kyle. And I asked him, uh, you know, about the questions. Did you get the, get these answers? It's like, no. And then while we were sitting there talking, we heard her say, I'm sorry, brother. And, and it was like, well, so that was dull. Because he mm -hmm. always called everybody brother. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Our thing would be, you know, something else personal, but you know. Have have in your uh, trigger objects, uh, inner dolls. Uh, do you, or do you think um, you can put an audio recorder in with it in order to do EVPs inside the uh, trigger object? Yeah. Um, which, I mean, built-in audio recorder. Yeah. Uh, possibly later on down the road, I've got some other projects that I've got in my head. Um, mm -hmm. I actually thought about, you know, which if I can ever get caught up, I'm behind big time right now with, with builds and all. I've got several people wanting builds and just ain't, uh, had a chance to really get back into, into doing it. Um, I've got, well, to answer your question, I guess. There's there's some things I want to add to them, mm -hmm. but I can't get caught up enough to dabble into uh, the designing and prototype parts of it just yet. And there's okay. also another there's a four directional rim pod that I want to I want to do. That'd be um, cool. I haven't even discussed with with her. I just told her I got another idea. It's like I don't want to hear about it right now. That's right. She's the uh, boss. <laughs> but I've got a good idea of, of how in my head I want to build it and what I need for right. it. And mm -hmm. I think it, if I can get it working just the way I'm, I'm thinking, it's going to be a really good uh, thing where it's not just a, just a proximity device to where all right, something is touching this area right here. I want to be right. able to have a stationary system here, but if something's over here, you know, mm -hmm. 10 feet away, that's setting it off over here. Right. Makes sense. I understand. And, and makes a lot of sense. In fact, uh, one, 
long time ago, a guy built me um, a, a four-way, four-direction K2 system. That that was sweet. Um, what is your favorite? What is your favorite um, trigger vice? What what is your favorite that you use? That do you have a favorite one? I like my Oculus. Uh, I was in here the other night. Uh, mm-hmm. My Oculus Five, uh, and you got to kind of play with it because there are random stuff you know, that comes through. Um, I have a I problem say, with them. I got I a problem this, with them. It was setting on the on the casket right behind me, and there's been nights when we set it there, nothing comes through. It doesn't say it, nothing. And mm-hmm. then there's like the other night I was doing a live TikTok. Uh, in here, uh, we actually gave away one of our rim devices on TikTok. We right. had a drawing thing and all that, and uh, that thing was sitting on on the casket. It was steadily going off. It just kept spinning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's crazy. Why does it work sometimes and sometimes it don't? That's that's what baffles me. Now, if it just randomly says crap all the time, right? Well, it could be programmed in there, but. See, that's that's what I think it is. I think it's programmed in. I mean, to have a box that has what a thousand different words in it already, and I've done I, I have done obelisk sessions with people, and actually after it gets done or we get done with it, you you just write the uh, words down, and it's a sentence. You know what I mean? It's a sentence, and uh, I don't know. I'm still on the uh, on 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 the wire with that. Now we had yeah, we used yeah. it in Old South Pittsburgh back several years back. Uh, Keith Ramsey was with us. Doyle was still still with us then, and mm-hmm. it was me, Rebecca, Keith, and Doyle at Old South, and we went down the basement, and we were doing a session down there. And Keith from Deep South, uh, he was down. He was playing the guitar down there, and in a little bit, we were trying to get up with uh, the spirit that was there and a caretaker or maintenance guy or, or whatever but back in the time. And we're done down there. We've been in there about 30 minutes or so, and we're getting ready to leave. We start picking up stuff and all that. She picks up the Obelus 5, and it goes, Sue, like really deep, raspy voice. And she was like, Ooh. oh, hell no. Take this thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm used to like that one monotone voice coming out of it. Um and this was just something completely different. It was deep and it was raspy. And I mean, it was like drawn out. And I was just like, no, that's completely different. And since then, it's happened one other time um, that Coatsworth. it changed. Uh, yeah, I think it was at Coatsworth that it actually changed voices. Oh wow. wow. That's crazy. Do you have any questions, Jenny, for to me? No, I was just listening. Um I'm more I mean on the equipment okay, but I like to hear the stories about the different um places they've been to. Grab the Pegasus and the- <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what, Jen? I don't know if you heard it. I think you were off screen here for a minute, but we were talking and one of their triggers went off as we were talking it was what did it do what did it do what did it do it made a noise it just beeped didn't it is that what it was now what it beeps because there's something in there it works just like a rim pod 
Okay. Yeah, the one behind us, we were talking and it, it okay, you're noisy. We were talking and one of the devices behind us went off. So somebody was in there. Yeah, we were sitting there. Now, what is what does that pick up? Like energy, um, like EF, you know, EMF. It works, uh, it works just like the the uh, REM pod, basically. He's a creepy little guy. That's cool. Shadow. Shadow is our kind of our group mascot. It's like he's on our <laughs> shirts. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I like okay. your shirt. You can see the the Reaper here. Yes. His eyes go in the dark. That and so amazing. you have, you have, they're inside the, the now, uh, toy? No, not that one. That was actually custom made by Terry Long of Licking County Jail. Oh. She made that for, she does what's called Long Gone Dolls. You can find her on Facebook and, and all long that stuff. Long Gone Dolls. Yeah, Long Gone Dolls. I'm reading that right in that time. Yeah, write that down. Uh, so she, she makes, sells them. Okay. Yeah, she makes all kind of different ones, and she's you know she'll make them and sell them and all that. She makes them really really cool. And she made so what does it us. what does it pick up? That one don't pick anything up. Uh, okay, so for somebody who doesn't know a lot about the equipment, so like this guy right here. This is Shadow or Plush. He is one of four. This actual plush here was custom sewn and made from a guy that I got contacts with, and I. What started it all was Slimer. <laughs> oh, Slimer. What started all was Slimer. And mm -hmm. I had a guy talk about so it. So it's going off or does she is she making it go she, off? She's got it. She's okay. Got it. This is Slimer. Slimer. Let me, let me let me let me make your screen big. Let me get out. I found Slimer and um the stay puff. Um at Walmart one day, they were on clearance for a dollar a piece. And I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna get Slimer and we're gonna take him on a whole bunch of hunts and everything like that. Well, he ended up sitting in the shed and he talks. He, well, yeah, he does. He does. Uh oh, his battery. That's good. the character that was on Ghostbusters, right? Yes. Right. He's a, like a 12-inch plush, and I'd already started building uh, what's called mini pods. And it's like the REM pod, which is a uh, proximity device. So basically, anything that goes around gets close to the antenna, makes the lights light up, makes the sound go off. Which Okay. So when I started making mini pods, and I was making them, you know, it's like, oh, I'll see if I can even do it, you know, because I haven't done anything like that in quite a while. So I ordered five, and five of the component, five sets of components to to make it. Of course, I messed the first one up, and then the rest of the other four worked great. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got my system down. I know how to build it and all that. So, you know, I was doing that, and I was like, then I was like, you know, I wonder if I could put one of these in something and make something called like like Boo Bear. Boo Bear is uh, this uh, device that's been out for a while, and it's like. I don't know, like $300 mm -hmm. for this one device. And I'm like, Man, that is just too expensive. And that's what got me thinking is like, I want to start trying to come up with some different ideas to where I can build something for groups or individuals mm -hmm. that uh, don't have all that kind of money to spend on devices, you know, equipment. Yeah. So that's what my, my 
theory, thing was first first thing is like so actually um she told me not to put a rim device in slimer but i did it anyway <laughs> and now she, she loves it so basically and he's the very first one so so basically oh dude that's loud <laughs> is that loud yeah it's loud yeah so it, okay now what okay this is what i want to find like for somebody who doesn't have any background on these equipment like myself okay like okay he's off what is it okay how is it picking up sound i mean picking up like uh presence of a um it's a proximity device and it basically it's it's designed uh that if anything gets around it whether it be spirit or or otherwise like a person mm -hmm. and, and I've, people have said something to me about it. It's like, why don't you build some of those for like, uh, like, uh, for infants or toddlers and all that It'd be like a, a alarm that goes off for, you know, children in, in their crib or, yeah. in their room or, or whatever. It's like, that's a good idea. Um, but basically anything that gets around, uh, around it. Is it picking up electronic uh, magnet, magnetic, uh, it's, or it's just by, or is like, is it like a motion detector that you have on, on your outside of your house? Like people it's have. It's kind of like a motion detector, but the, it sends out a certain field out uh, around that the sensor that it's it's in. There's um, sensors inside inside him here. Okay. Down the side. So if anything gets close to it, it breaks that field and it sets it off. Now, would a Wi-Fi like if you have a modem, like a like a router, would that set it no, off? No, we've got Wi-Fi on now uh, here. Uh, we and got it doesn't. No, it don't set it off. Now, you like the REM pod and the K two walkie talkies mm -hmm. can set them off. Okay. Uh, they usually don't set these off, so do they? Yes, I can get a REM pod yeah. to go off on a walkie talkie if they key it up, set it off. Now that can could make it go down or make it go off. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, now I have had Slimer go off just as a test run to see, you know, if it's going to make it, make it go off at locations. If we have walkie talkies with us, uh, most of the time we don't have. So cell uh, phones, nothing like that will set it off. Now, now a cell phone will set off a K2 meter, which is another device you'll see a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you have your cell phone next to it, it would set it off. Oh, see, Sean, though, when you do some of your investigation, you guys all had cell phones. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they were on all airplane mode. Okay. You got to be pretty close. Those. You got to be pretty close to it to make it go off. So if you put it on airplane mode, it's not going to go off. It's not supposed no. to. Be. No. Okay. Now, you know, he started it all. And I kind of posted it online on our on our Southern Paranormal page. Like, look, uh, Southern Paranormal's latest rim device. Well, that started a, a, a fiasco. Yeah, a fiasco. Everybody wanted slime. Everybody wanted one. So I've mm -hmm. I've built about twelve slimers so far. Now, how much do you charge? Is like if I want one, how much would you? How do you? Uh, you know? Slimers. The plushes are one twenty. Uh. Well, everything's about the same price now. About one twenty. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Now, 
he's not working because he's not built yet. But if you go on my on our uh, Facebook page, either Southern Paranormal or Parapals by Southern Paranormal, that's that's uh, that group is set up strictly for you know promotion to this and and posting all the ones we've built. Um, we did one for Soul Sisters Paranormal as a gift, and it actually has blue eyes. Oh, cool! Uh, blue lighted eyes, and it goes off pretty good. And then Miranda Young, Ghost Biker, Ghost Biker Explorations. She's an artist, also. I don't know if you've seen her YouTube uh, series, mm -hmm. Ghost Biker. That's uh, really cool. Tennessee. Uh, she'd be a, a good one to get on your show. Her and Chris, they're they're opening up. Uh, a haunted jail up in Tennessee. Oh wow! Scott County historic Scott Scott County Jail. They're opening up this weekend. Yeah. It's oh wow! Cool. Really good. Good people. We're good friends with with them. And uh, going back to the skull, I built her one. We did a memorial investigation on Doyle's birthday this past year in March, and mm -hmm. at Old Old South Pittsburgh, and I invited. A uh, bunch of paranormal investigators that knew Doyle personally, and we all had a, a two-day investigation, and you know, mixed and mingled, and, and all that stuff. But I actually presented her with a uh, skull rim device, the first one I'd ever built. They're really and cool. Miranda took it and painted it to match Soul Sisters' logo because their their logo is a sugar skull, and she had it painted all up to to match their logo and she carries that thing all over the place and then cool. paracon we did in kentucky about a month or so ago i actually built one for miranda and built it out of a replica of her motorcycle that she rides and that was a pain in the butt to <laughs> i did get it done mm -hmm. and you can see all those on the on our yeah we're definitely gonna check them out and they're i can send you links to to all that stuff on yeah, I'd be more than happy to post it. But we're coming down to the wire here, so I just yep. want to thank you, Donald, and your wife for being on the thank show. You. Thank was, you. We'll be in touch. Very interesting. So yes. I'm gonna ha I'm gonna let you guys go and um, happy hauntings. Happy hunting. Thank y'all so much for having us. You're welcome. I lost the wrong one. Well, there we Sean, go. There we go. Well, it's yes. a good show. Yes, um, it was. Very good show. Very good show. Is there anything you want to um, say before we get off? Yeah. Um, next, uh, next uh, starting the 7th of September, um, after our show, I'm going to be starting my own show. Um, but I'm still being part of Chasing Prophecy. I need you all <laughs> to know that. All right. But there was a slot open from, was 11 to midnight. And you know, I'm going to give it a shot. See what Good. it is. Good. And what you, what's your show going to be about? Uh, the name of the show is called Into the Dark. And um, just going to grab maybe a guest or two. If I don't find no guest or two, then I'll just, just start talking paranormal. Joe, Joe gave me a lot of tidbits on what to do. And I have Good. my questions in mind. And I just want to see how it works, you know. Good. Chasing Prophecy, though, is my number one show. Good. It is. We started how long ago? You know, it's funny, Jen, because I was checking Facebook, and and uh, last year, last week, we had twenty three thousand viewers. Okay, after last week's show, we have two hundred and thirty four thousand. Isn't <laughs> that's that good. great? Yeah, that's great. Isn't that good? You, mm -hmm. we, 
we're doing a good job. That's great. But well, that's it for me. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and say good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning into Chasing Prophecy, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye. Have a good one. I got to put our closer on. <laughs> I have to figure yep. out how to do this. <laughs>